Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. I hope everyone has gained at least four or five pounds since Thanksgiving. What an amazing feast that was for me in the D.C., Virginia area. We are actually brought to you by the Keep Smiling Movement and, of course, the Red Carpet Connection. So, Enoch, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and do a, a proper intro um, in a minute or two, but I looked up how many languages are spoken in Nigeria, 520 languages, and I wanted to ask if you could say keep smiling in at least in at least 500 of those languages. Would you be willing to do that? Sure, sure. How, how long is this segment? <laughs> so <laughs> what, what languages do you speak in Nigeria? Um, so my Outside. family is from the Yoruba group. Okay. So we speak Yoruba. That's one of the more popular ones. Yes. Like, There's a lot of people around West Africa in general that speak it. Yeah, I think that's the number two language of the 520, so good job. Well, I would like to talk to you about your uh, upbringing and how you actually created who you are today. So tell us a little about your, your uh, I guess, start in life. So I was born in London, UK, to Nigerian parents. They came into the UK in the 60s, and obviously for better opportunities and for their kids. I was born in London. Uh, so I grew up in Northwest London. Uh, we, it, was, it wasn't the most glamorous area, but there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of, the people I knew that I was growing up with, there was a lot of drugs on the streets, there was a lot of um, mischief, there was a lot of um, just stuff that was um, against where you kind of should be in life, really. And um, that was kind of my, what I saw as a kid. And soccer was my out. Soccer, was, it kept me off the streets. It kept me just playing in the parks, um, kept me out of trouble. So I... I Wouldn't you say it's kind of true for all kids that play soccer is that it engages them to be more strategic, to be team players, to have a purpose, and to let go of some of the things they might otherwise do? Yeah, definitely. And it also, um, it also helps with, you, with getting out a little bit of aggression. That's um, like young boys that have a little energy, testosterone, all that kind of um, things that young, young boys have... Um, built up inside them and it enables you to really learn some social skills as well. Um, learn about being part of a team, um, learn how to interact with other people from all different types of backgrounds um, and learn how to communicate as well. Because again, as a team, no matter what kind of level you're playing at, it helps you to communicate and put the team goal ahead of your own individual goals as well. Agreed. You know, when I first met you at Soccer X, which I'm so thankful to the Wellness Universe, uh, Anna Pereira is the one who invited me to Soccer X. You kind of stood out, literally, uh, tall and all, but also spiritually as a person who really is a leader and cares about making transformation happen through soccer. And when I heard you speak at first, I said, that is not a bloody Nigerian accent. That is, I think, UK. <laughs> so, yeah, um, definitely. I wanted to kind of step uh, up to more current. So how did you find out about Soccer X and specifically, uh, the, did you, do you go to a lot of the Soccer X events around the world? No, so last year's Soccer X where I met you was actually my first Soccer X event that I went to. So obviously I've, um, I've moved from the UK over to the United States and yes. living in Miami um, and having retired from playing professional soccer. I've actually had that opportunity to really try to get myself around more soccer events and to use my knowledge and expertise of knowing the game very well um, in a more and put that into a more business environment. So, so being at Soccer Rex was a, an avenue for me to really network and be around the, the business side of the game and to really find my role in in that transition from off the field, from on the field to off the field, sorry. 
Very good. And uh, what, since you are a part of the celebrity soccer match that you were very kind to invite us to, what is the goal of that? So the Celebrity Soccer Match was for Best Buddies, which is an unbelievable organization that helps young people with intellectual and development disabilities. And it gives them access to integrate with society and to get jobs and and learn social skills. So it's it's an amazing charity and amazing foundation for what they do. And um, so we put together the Celebrity Soccer Match which is an annual event in Miami um, to really help bring awareness to Best Buddies. Yeah, Best Buddies is an amazing organization. When we started the Umbrella Syndicate in Baltimore, that was one of our favorite uh, nonprofits. So uh, tell us about Best Buddies in Miami, why you chose them. So with, um, with Julian and Alex is like the main founders of the Celebrity Soccer Match. They, Julian put it together last year just after Soccer X. And again, this is like I said, the second annual event. So Julian has worked with Best Buddies um, for a long time. So they have that great connection. And putting um, putting the soccer match together, it was me just coming on board and telling these ladies, listen, if you need any help, um, I'm, I'm down to really help because again, giving back to those in need is something that is a big part of my life and a big part of um, like a passion of mine. So we sat down and I said, listen, any way that I can come on board to help you guys, because I know it's, it's going to be a huge event. It's just two of them working on the whole project. So I got involved, I got involved that way. I played in it last year as one of the, um, as one of the ex pro soccer players that was in the, in the game last year. And to this year was more me helping out, um, put the event together with Julian and Alex. Well, we are really excited about this year because we were able to take the the photos we took last year, which had some wonderful celebrities, and add so many more people that are part of the celebrity part of this, part of the leadership aspect of Miami, and then, of course, the International Soccer X. So we envision having two Keep Smiling books come out, and we certainly want to have your mission, uh, an ad in the back of the book that helps us support you in growing what you're doing. And before I get too far into this, I do want to bring Andrea back in and thank you for your patience because we were having some technical difficulties. She would like to do a proper uh, introduction to you. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Good morning, Enoch. Um, well, let me tell everybody, you've already had a taste of Enoch's show on me, and you can hear that he is the exception to all the roles. He is about finding success on the pitch, playing for the likes of Leeds United, Luton Town, Bristol City, and Nigeria. He has two degrees in business administration and finance, and he's a writer of poetry and prose yet to be published except for a little bit online. So I'm looking forward to his future and and his writing. Enoch's foray into professional football is different to the norm. He's completed a degree and was selected to come on trial at Luton Town. Not more than a week later, he was playing for them so pretty impressive Um, he was first playing for expenses to prove himself for eight months but then he signed his first professional contract after scoring a hat trick against Brentford so he has been named player of the month for league one and then he became player of the season and he also was northwest league one player of the year overall he notched 70 goals in his career playing a variety of positions for all of the clubs he's represented he is really about leadership leadership, determination, and dedication, which is evident given his unusual start to his career. Enoch, thank you so much for being with us. We absolutely adore you. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. So (laughs) that that kind of rounds it out a lot better. That way, if we don't cover some stuff, the audience knows that we have a winner on this (laughs) first segment. And I wanted to ask you about the poetry. (laughs) Have you written any poetry about soccer? About soccer, yes, I've, I've written certain things about um, that just happened within my career. Um, so I have um, I have some stuff about soccer, like um, about my old teams as well. And I just I just use it as a creative outlet because um, I've always had that within me. I understand. So, uh, would you be willing to share one of those poems on the air? Um, I can share. I can definitely share a poem on the air. Maybe not about soccer, but. 
I will share one um, with you guys. No problem. Okay. Well, I will give you a chance to uh, think of which one you're going to pick, and I'm going to ask you a question about when you were playing for Leeds United. So tell us how you got on the team and what that was like to be on the team. So with Leeds United, I believe that was my um, third professional club. Um, so I started at Luton Town. I moved over to Bristol City. Um, when I left Bristol City, I ended up signing for Leeds United, and Leeds United is a, is a huge club. So they were having 25 to 30,000 fans every week. Um, Gary McAllister actually signed me um, that year. He's a, a Leeds legend as well. And it was, um, it was probably the biggest club I played for in my career. And the, the love and the, and, the, and the appreciation you get from the fans, even to this day, is, is immense. You always become and stay part of the family. Who were some of the notable uh, soccer players that were playing with you at that time? So Since we I had guys what, like Jermaine Beckford. We, I played in 2008-2010. So we had okay. guys like um, Jermaine Beckford playing who ended up going to play in the Premier League with Everton. We had Johnny Housen who ended up playing in the Premier League with Norwich. Uh, Robert Snodgrass who is now playing in the Premier League at West Ham. Fabian Delph. Who was at, he's at Man, who was at Man City now at Everton? He won the Premier League with Man City, and he's playing for England. So there was like a lot of a lot of top 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 players that I played with at Leeds United. And how did you fare in the two year experience? It was it was um, it was a it was a great experience. I scored on my debut, um, <laughs> then scored in the second game I played as well. So it was it was, it was a great start. I ended up um, actually getting injured and I was out for seven months so that's when I actually decided to start my um, masters in finance because at the time the doctors were saying I may never play soccer again so instead of wallowing and saying why me I decided to do something that's going to enhance my life it's really amazing how many people you know finally get to that big big pinch yourself I'm here and then they get injured and I was wondering how often does that happen it happens a lot. Like I was one of um, a million plus young boys that wanted to play professional soccer, and not everyone's going to make it. In fact, ninety-nine percent don't make it and have a career where they um, where they are actually getting paid for something that they do love. So I was fortunate enough to do it, but I had the right mentality, the right discipline to actually pursue the game. Like I said, my start was unusual, and a lot of people would have would have quit given what I had to go through just to earn my professional contract. So, um, like I said, it's, it's a million kids want to play professional soccer. So there's, there's certain steps you need to take if you want to be a professional athlete and there's certain sacrifices that you have to make to really hone your skills. It's not just about your talent. It's about your dedication as well. Well, I have, I guess, three loves in life. And one of them is that... Music is, I've been a DJ for 37 years, and so music is the universal language, but I played soccer in Germany for five years, and what stopped my quote-unquote career from continuing is I moved to Illinois, which did not have soccer back then, and so I think soccer is the universal sport, and then, of course, smiles are the universal expression, so I would challenge you, um, Enoch, to write a poem that includes smiles and soccer. How about that for a challenge on the air? That's no problem. I'm down. I'll have it with you very soon. Okay. And what? What? The reason I'm asking you this is because we're actually going to publish that poem in the new Soccer X Q uh, Smiling book that's going to come out late December, early January. How about that? That sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. So, uh, have you picked a poem that you'd like to share live? Sure. I'll. I'll. Yeah. I will. Um, I will read you one I call stories. Let me just get it up for you guys. It's okay. um, it's pretty long, so give me give me a few minutes. Um, They're yours. For it all, but it's like it's um, basically um, it's something I wrote just about. It's literally just like kind of about life, about not limiting your, not limiting yourself, and really achieving what you can, and just leaving behind some of the stories that you kind of create in your mind. So right. here we go. 
just like a gentle breeze, be aware of your resistances to love and growth. Sail towards keeping coexistence with above afloat. Together entwined, forever in line. Understand your truth by severing time. Your dreams are your treasures in mind. Measure the climb. They rain from within like sunrise. Weather the signs. Never did find your ideal by the conditioning you hold. Forge your capacity to imagine, envision in the mold. Don't be belittling your role, nor inhibiting your goals. Step beyond the bounds of who you have been. No limit in your soul. Cultivate a new depth of willingness that is beyond logic. And yeah, we come from it. Rationalizing is a fun topic. No right and wrong stop it. So much you won't understand. Like the science of irrational behavior that makes you wonder. Damn. See, life is made up of your stories, not atoms. The metaphysical little you, you can't foresee or fathom, but it's for you to fashion a life of expanded glory. The pages of your book has no words, so you plan your story. Shortly, consciousness expands as the capacity of our hearts, and you'll find you're not held back by the veracity of your past. Tenacity to the last, never quit when you flop. Just refuse to play small, just to fit in the box. And that box tends to be your own self-images. As long as you have breath, you choose how your story finishes. You're not a product of your environment. That line is virulent. Locked in the energy of a label, that's why you're tied to them. And then you try to vent, but your surroundings got you locked in prison. But you daydream and nothing can stop your vision. Free at any moment to change internal resonance and vibration. On that journey, feel the pleasantness of migration. Free to regard yourself in a different light. You choose to be you begin to choose how you live in this life. You look in the mirror and notice things that change about your looks. You go about doing it. No shame on what it took. Life is the same. Use what's happened to you as feedback. The compass will point you in the direction of where to succeed at, where to proceed at, how to flow and react like a river. Have a more efficient, elegant impact on your mirror. Stop being at war with yourself and have some compassion. With your limited perspective, it's all of you. Don't come and ration as you will begin to align with your will and intention. And those same emotions as the fuel to fill up your engines. Be still with your tensions and watch them dissolve. Not fully disappear, but watch them evolve. They are locked in energies, transitional and influenced by the sum of you and each individual constituents. This continuance is no coincidence. Listen and love it. You'll find in time you'll match emotions to desires like a perfect love fit. The small part of you gets integrated to the whole. Those aspects you wish to change are not separated from your soul. There's a level where the simple memory doesn't bring the emotion, but the energy of the melody is swimming deep in the ocean. Listen to it, understand it, make room for it, but still focus on your desires, be attuned to it. You see, you don't need to fix, just love her or him, even when what occurs is grim. Our relationships with ourselves can be somewhat contentious. In the stories we create, we are great inventors. There's tools you can use and there's a system for the task. Seek your truth from within. There's wisdom if you ask. Facts of which and life to graph depends on the description that you draft. How about if free from the sense of being a victim of the past? If you live in an attitude of possibility, start from a clean slate, which is a lost vicinity. In truth, your future is untouched. You can call it a virgin. Leave the past just there in the past. You stall it reoccurring. Heal all like a surgeon, the dance of personal discovery and service, and your hidden desires and talents you recover to its surface. Open your eyes to your big picture, find pieces to the puzzles, like doing mental weightlifting, increasing all your muscles. With the strength, you reduce your fears and anxieties on the path to the better you that every woman and man tries to be. So see, I'm weaving words of uncommon vision and intimacy. This tapestry is woven, so we're living in intricacy, infinitely growing to start emerging from the shadow, smoking hot to the point you're burning like tobacco, propelling forward, resonating, surging in a mad flow of pure beingness, but being bitter, batters beings with a bad blow. And it's a tad slow becoming a person your compass is appointing to, and you move in a direction of light God anointing you. Strings of events made relational by particular perspective. It's your story, and you're held prisoner by reflective comparisons to the past. Each story, same more materials. Tuning into old frequencies like an old TV and more aerials. Those things used to manifest reality with noises and misgivings, forced beliefs, attitudes, feelings, choices, and decisions. Hear the voices and we listen. Listen, You know, the one that tells you stop. Dreams that take us to heaven, but we reside in hell a lot. Yells you flop, but you know I'm forever certain. Following your heart and intuition will make you a better person. Stories. Wow. I'll tell you what, that's like the stairway to heaven of poetry. My goodness, that is is a long it's long enough you could just say this is a poetry book and just have that one poem. 
Boom. Yeah. And and I'll tell you I what. Have, I, have, I, think, I have many like that. Well, I, I would love to help you with the that is beautiful poetry. And I think Tupac would be stepping up a little bit and saying, I want that poem for my next rap. Fortunately, unfortunately, he's not here. And he's perfect for actually singing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Tupac could do justice to that poem. Yeah. <laughs> I had a... Um, Actually, you agree? Like um, music and music and rapping was my first love before soccer. So like I've always written since I was a kid, and um, so I I write to this day. I have over a hundred poems. So that was um, that's always been like something that I've used and been part of my life since I was a since I was a baby. Well, I can certainly hear the compassion and the passion of your spirit and your leadership. So thank you for sharing. Have you ever shared that particular poem live uh, in on, on a radio show? On a radio show? No. Yeah, I was, I felt honored because I, th- I thought that might be the case. So this will be a special episode for both of us. And I want to just yeah. say, wow, beautiful, beautiful. And with that, we want to remind everyone that you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, with your host, Ken Rashawn, Executive Director, Andrea Adams-Miller. And we want to thank our sponsors, the Keep Smiling Movement, the Umbrella Syndicate, Big Events USA, the Red Carpet Connection, and our new sponsor for the show, Hit Check, Sideline Concussion Test, hitcheck.com, and that's thanks to Scott McCaskill. Very good. So we're going to go to break for a minute and we'll be back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back, and this is the second segment, and we wanted to give a chance for Enoch to share how his poetry and also his dream of what he's doing with children and finally, what his goals are for 2020 briefly. Enoch? Yeah, so 2020 is, is, is an exciting year coming forward for me personally. Um, working as ambassador for ASM scholarships. I want to help as many kids as possible fulfill their dreams of using their talent in sport and getting an education. So there's, um, there's a lot of work we do in getting really good scholarships for talented kids. Um, he have a passion in, in all types of sport. Obviously, soccer is my my bread and butter. Soccer is the sport I love. Is the sport I know. Is the sport I'm passionate about. But at ASM scholarships, we do do every single sport. There's 27 different sports we work with, and we work with kids globally to help bring them to a great level of education and great institutions in America. But also with um, a lot of um, great scholarship options based on their talent. So that's, um, that's 2020 for me. I'm going to be starting a podcast talking about this because this is my, this has been my life education and, and, and sport. So, um, stay tuned for that for 2020. All right. Well, several things, first of all, um, what your mission and goals are and your leadership is something we want to support. And so when we do release the Soccer X, um, with your permission, we'd love to 
transcribe this show as well as add anything else that's missing and have your story in the Soccer X book to be shared to support your your goal of helping children actually attain the scholarships they deserve. And, you know, if people like you don't do this, there's a lot of kids' dreams that never happen. So thank you so much for what you do. We're going to bring you back at the end of the show for the rapid fire. And thank you, Enoch. I mean, you're such a blessing. And first of all, I, I didn't, in, I guess, uh, thank you enough for inviting us to the Celebrity Match and allowing the Key Smiling Movement to be alive and well at that event. So thank you. Uh, thank you, too. Smiling is is important for everybody. So it, it changes the outlook of, of life just by a smile. So it's an important movement. Well, I'm so grateful that I met you. And at Thanksgiving time, this is really a great show to, to culminate that message. So we're going to bring Mara on. So, Andrea, would you please introduce her? Yes, I'm so pleased to introduce Mara Martin. She's a fashion model and full-time mother to one-year-old daughter, Aria. Mara holds a dual degree in psychology and sociology. I'm hearing an echo right now, guys. I don't know if you guys can. It's like Mara's Mara getting an extra effect. Dual... Yeah, she's Is it getting me? some extra. <laughs> We're putting her in a big stadium. Mara, Mara, Mara holds a dual degree in psychology and sociology from the University of Georgia. She pursued a career in modeling in both Los Angeles and New York before moving to Miami. Now, she's made international headlines. In 2018, she was walking the Sports Illustrated swimsuit runway while breastfeeding her daughter. Now, this runway walk generated 17-plus billion impressions worldwide. Since Mara's driving force in normalizing breastfeeding and really promoting women's empowerment and body positivity, she's been a featured speaker discussing female empowerment, and she's been featured in People, Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, and so many others. She's currently completing her first book set for a 2020 release, and she works closely with charities like Best Buddies and Save the Children, and she's also a United Nations guest ambassador, and she was named to the top 100 change makers of 2019. She hopes to continue spreading her message of goodwill and encouraging all women that we can do it all. So exciting. Thanks so much. So happy to have you here, Mara. You are just a doll. To Thank meet you for that intro. So nice. <laughs> Yeah, Mara, what do we deserve to have you on Amplified? My goodness, this is I feel, awesome. I'm so, I, after um, the last segment, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I can live up to it, but that poem was so awesome. So I'm like, what can I do? Can, would I have a talent I can well, share with you guys? <laughs> we are going to ask, I was actually going to ask you to just sing a song, um, sing a song that's less yeah. than five minutes long. <laughs> I, only know, so, I only know Disney shows, so like we can do Moana, I can do Frozen. <laughs> Well, Frozen 2 is doing rather well, so if you actually just do your favorite part from there, that'd be great. <laughs> so, Mara, I wanted to give you an opportunity because I, I think the first segment uh, was absolutely uh, stunning, especially with the poetry. So, anything you want to say to Enoch or about the first segment? Oh, yeah, it was just awesome. I met him at the Celebrity Soccer Match, and um, he just has such a, like, a, I don't know how to explain it, but like this aura around him that you know, people want to gravitate towards being around him. And um, I'm just honored that I'm on the segment with him. And it's just such a cool experience because of the celebrity soccer match, bringing people together and whatnot. And it was really pleasant listening to it. So if you're still listening to um, hi. <laughs> oh, he is. And he's going to be back at the. Okay. Uh, making sure. I wasn't sure he's still on. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have you both on at the end of the show for the fast, uh, the rapid fire, which oh, gives us an opportunity. Fire. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And uh, I want to say that I agree with you. Enoch is, he's, he's love. He's leadership and he's hope, and certainly that's what uh, our smiling campaign is all about: is fostering that. So, tell us about what it was like to make that decision to make this 17 billion viral campaign happen. Oh what gosh. was in your mind that actually caused that? So I had to kind of back up a little bit because I, I feel like the story deserves a little bit of like explanation. Um, I was five months postpartum, and I modeled previously to having my daughter. And my um, fiance encouraged me to get out of the house. He's like, you need to go to this casting because you need to get out of the house. <laughs> You're getting a little stir crazy. And I initially just went because, um, you know, Sports Illustrated is like this pipe dream. And, you know, oh, this would be a cool experience to go and take some pictures and whatnot. And my babysitter bailed last minute. So I had to bring Aria with me. So I never expected to even be seen because I got to the casting and there was like 
eight or 9,000 girls there and I was number like 500. So I'm like, there's no chance of them even seeing me, but it's okay. Um, so I stood in line with my little girl and, um, I made it through and it was, it was like these rounds of, um, interviews, like one minute interviews and you get called back and called back. And we got the phone call that we made it to the top 16 and the editor was like, do you want to bring Aria for one of your looks? Because she was here for the whole casting. I feel like she's kind of part of this. And I was like, yeah, we'll see. Kind of depends on timing. And, you know, you never know with kids if they're going to cry or not. So I was like, we'll just see if, once we get backstage. Well, we were backstage and we're both in our, like, matching bikinis. And I was so excited because I'm like, this is such a cute picture. <laughs> um, but I was backstage and um, the show kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And she got really hungry. And I was internally a little devastated because I had made it you know, so far there's like 10,000 girls in the top 16 and to walk the sports illustrated, it's like this lifelong dream. And I stepped out of line cause I was number three to walk and I was like, Oh, I'm so bummed. I'm not going to be able to do this, but you know, it's okay. At least I made it this far. And the editor passed me right before I walked. I mean, it was, it was like almost like fate. I get goosebumps every time I tell the story. Um, she saw me and she's like, Hey, if you want to go, it's, you can go. I support it. I hundred percent support it. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I really want to go. Cause you know, this is a really, you know, it's this dream of mine. And she's like, absolutely. That's your baby. And if that's what you want to do, go for it. And I was like, I looked at my fiance. I was like, I'm going to go. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. This is what I want to do. So I didn't think anything of it at the time because I was more thinking of this sports illustrated casting about making it to the top 16. But as soon as I got on the runway, everyone's phones pulled out and I just kept doing my walk. And I was, you know, really excited just to be out there and really grateful for the opportunity. Um, and afterwards the next day, um, all my friends are calling me like, Oh my gosh, you gotta see this video. It's all over. It's all over. And I'm like, what is it? Like, what, what video? And I go online and then all of a sudden we got just, I mean, we were, we were driven to Miami and we had to do E! News and TMZ and, um, you know, every, basically every station around the world. And it was like a two to three week, uh, like media tour that we did interviews with Good Morning America, all these things. And, um, it just blew up. It went viral and it was, um, became this positive movement around the world, um, for not just breastfeeding, but to show women to be comfortable in their bodies because, you know, I was a five months postpartum and not in like the best shape of my life. Um, but also that we can do anything where as women, um, oh, sorry, you can hear my daughter in the background. Um, <laughs> she wants yeah, to be breastfed right now. Me, I'm on? Yeah, yeah breastfeed right on. now. It's okay. Yeah, right. On, on air as a radio station. Um, yeah, so it was like this a great moment to, um, you know, show women that we can do anything. It, you don't, doesn't, whatever you want to do in life, there's no limits to it. And I was so honored to be that, like, beacon for everybody in this example. And it's been nonstop ever since. So. Well, just so you know, we are going to exploit you. We are actually sending this out to all media stations, letting them know that you were breastfeeding during the show. On air. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to let you it's know the only that you inspired, you, well, you've inspired me because I actually want to do my next show where I breastfeed my son. He's six years old, and I'm going to do the best I can. <laughs> So is, it wasn't even planned, but I feel like impacted so many people, even you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Andrea has a comment after that, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Ken, for always keeping the humor there. I just love that. <laughs> and I, someday that, we'll that have to have that was Ken not down. humor. That was actually serious. That was I, I know, I, I know, that is totally Kenny, he's so serious. Well, Mara, I had the pleasure of meeting you, and I, and I love your personality, and I love how you were just so, uh, your, your positivity and body positivity and women's empowerment is so embracing, and Ken and I have had the pleasure to work for the Women's Economic Forum to help them, uh, where they're pulling um, hundreds of thousands of women together in different countries, and I can see this aligning with you and what you've been doing. What do you oh, see awesome. happening with what you started in the future? Like, what, what else is I'm, coming what from part? this for you? What else oh, is I coming just, um, for, I, for you from um, I feel like, I don't know, I've been giving this gift almost like, a, I mean, it sounds silly, but with Instagram and um, social media tools and this, this large platform now that I would do a disservice to women and people around if I didn't use it for good. So that's why I've been um, trying to use my platform to promote charities that I like and the messages that I like um, because I've been given this huge following and um, people that are listening to me now. So I want to use it for you know, a good, good purpose. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do the past year, 
basically doing anything I can to get my voice heard, um, you know, any women's voices heard, mothers, um, and just basically doing everything I can to, you know, represent. Well, that's wonderful, and I think the Women Economic Forum is a, a great connection for you. It's international, and it would really wake oh, yeah, up the world and keep your, keep your message actually alive. I also want to offer you uh, the Keep Smiling book for Miami, because since you're in Miami, if you want to tell your story, it gets out to tens of oh, thousands absolutely, of people. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it would be a women empowerment book with actually all the women that you either have always wanted to know, may know, or would like to, didn't know you knew that they were New. actually <laughs> really in the same lane as you, and you'd want to know that. Right. Okay? Oh, absolutely. And I love Yeah, for I sure. I promise you. Yeah, you wouldn't say to uh, anything about, oh, that woman, I do not want her in my book, because they're all women right. leaders. <laughs> they're all, yeah, they're all, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to ask you what's next for you in 2020. What's the, what's the big goal? Um, well, I have, I mean, I was, uh, I got a book deal last year from after all this, so I'm didn't realize how much how much work it is to actually write a book. Um, so I'm hoping to finish it here in 2020, release that, and um, really just expand my brand as a mom, a working mom um, that can do it all. And I hopefully will do clothing lines and keep and be involved with charities. I'm supposed to go um, into the field with Save the Children. I work with them quite a bit, um, and maybe go to one of the sites to help you know kids in need and whatnot. So I'm just hoping I can just keep spreading my message and doing good and um, yeah, just keep going. <laughs> what was the name of that uh, organization you just said mentioned? Yeah, I work, I work with Best Buddies and um, Save the Children. They're both really um, dear to my heart because in becoming a mom, you just have a new perspective on kids and what you want to teach them. And um, with Best Buddies, um, as she was saying earlier, you know, it teaches you to be accepting of kids with different disabilities. And especially with the Celebrity Soccer Match, it was focusing on, you know, their abilities, not their disabilities. And then with Save the Children, we work with um, kids that don't have the basic necessities like water, food, um, learning, and it's around the world. So I just think it's really important to get involved. I feel like our youth is where we need to put focus on because that's our next generation. And I think that if we can make a difference with them and start them young, um, I think that's what's most powerful. And that's kind of what I'm passionate about. Well, I'm absolutely right, blown that away that I didn't get to meet you and how big a game oh, you're playing and how you we can support oh. you. I wanted to share with you yeah. that I actually went on a cruise some five years ago. It was called the Social Wow Factor, and it was about men and women who were doing just such extraordinary things, but their social impact was showing up on Facebook, et cetera. And it's interesting, but a woman named Anna Pereira, who owns the Wellness Universe, was the one who introduced me to Soccer X some, you know, two, three years later. And here I'm, I meet Enoch last year and run into him almost immediately this year and wow. introduce her, him to Andrea. And then she's going to the celebrity event. And here we are on a show together. Isn't that crazy how life is? Isn't it? It's just like, no, it really does. It's, it's like my, I feel like I've been my entire life. Has, like everything is just like, you know, you meet the right people and it's just all kind of comes together. And it's just, it's crazy to, when you actually experience it yourself. So I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> okay. So what else would you like to share before we go to rapid fire? Um, I, I just feel like I've, I feel like I've been talking the whole time. But, well, I'll tell you um, what, let me ask you I about mean, your book a little bit. So what is the title of it? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not allowed to say the title of it, but it's basically um, about um, motherhood and like um, kind of bringing women together because I feel like as um, as a, as moms I don't know if any of your viewers are, or listeners are moms but we kind of downplay how hard it is and downplay um, ourselves as women what we can do and I it's it's just a book basically kind of uniting all of us and our, our experiences and how hard it is and it's okay that it's hard um, so a lot of times I feel like women get this bad rap for complaining or um, are you know always labeled as the crazy people, but um, this kind of unites us in a front where it's okay to have hard days and we can get through them. And the more we talk about our experiences, whether it's motherhood or anything in your life, the more you talk about it and get, you know, find people who are going through similar things, the easier things are. So um, that's kind of like the the premises of it. Okay. Well, just briefly, um, is the book kind of like a hack on how to do motherhood better and be more powerful? Or is there something you could share? Um, It's more like... Yeah, it's more. It's, there's, it's part humor too. I mean, it's it's more just kind of um, sharing the experiences that we don't like to talk about. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, um, the day I came home from 
you know, giving birth, I was in diapers and no one ever told me that. And here I was two weeks in diapers myself and no one told me I had to change my diapers and my daughter's diapers and just stuff like that. We're like, it's like this, it's, it's this, this like hidden world of motherhood. And I feel like I would like to expose it so that we can just get it all out in the air that it's okay that we all have to wear diapers. It's okay that we all, you know, hate changing poopy diapers all day, but I'm just kind of get it all out there. I kind of air it all out there. So very good. And I, I wanted to ask a, Another question about what what do you think uh, the biggest challenge women have right now and how could that be supported? Oh, geez, I feel like there's a lot of um, things, but I do think that it's shifting, uh, especially with with hopefully our government where we get more women involved and whatnot. But I I don't know. I just feel like as women, we're not taken, um, not as serious, but as like the weaker, the weaker um, species or, you know, the weaker species. whatever you want to call it. Um, and I just feel like, again, my message is we can do anything. You really can. If you want to be something and do whatever, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or whatever race, any of these things. And I feel like as women, we're always, you know, kind of like set back a little bit. And I think that we're changing it now. I mean, you see so many more powerful women speaking up and using their voices and doing things that, you know, we can do those same things that men do too. So... Well, we want to remind everyone that you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, with your host, Ken Rashawn, Executive Director, Andrea Adams-Miller, and to thank our sponsors. But first, a shout out to Juliana Stout and Alex Platten. They are the, um, Juliana is the founder of the Celebrity Soccer Match, and Alex helped her organize that event that we were invited to. So thank you so much for that. And to thank our sponsors, the Red Carpet Connection, Big Events USA, the Keep Smiling movement voice america and the umbrella syndicate and what about our new sponsor that we have oh we can mention them again of course hit check hitcheck.com they are the sideline concussion tester so definitely want to check them out they um, help uh, so that you can make sure that whoever might have had a sign of a concussion within moments you can find out whether they should play or practice or whether they should sit on the sidelines or run to the hospital perfect very good all right we're going to start rapid fire right now so enoch you ready Enoch, you there? I hope so. If not, Hi, Mara, Enoch, are you there? It's okay, I, I got you. Got <laughs> there he is. All right, Enoch, first of all, I didn't get a chance to uh, give you the opportunity to share how people can connect with you and support you. So that'll be the first question we ask in Rapid Fire. How do people connect with you and support you? So I have a, a blog, um, enochshowme.wordpress.com. So that's E-N-O-C-H-S-H-O-W-U-N. Mi.wordpress.com. And other than that, you can just um, hit me up on my email. It's Enoch, show me the number one at gmail.com. And Facebook, Instagram? Facebook, Instagram is coming back in the new year. So um, it's. So that'll, that'll suffice. That'll, that'll suffice at this point. Okay, great. And we'll put a link. Just send a link to Andrea and we'll put that up. All right. And Mara? Uh, mine is really easy. I'm just a big inf- um, Instagram person. It's underscore and my name, Mara Martin underscore. And uh, my email's on there. Get in contact with me. And um, even the charities that I work with are all on my Instagram. So you guys just can go follow or like or whatever you want to do. I'm on there. You are such a show off with that simplicity. Mara, you just stole <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, Andrea. Uh, so for the first question, um, so, um, for no, Enoch. second question. Mine was the oh, first question. Oh, yes, you're right. For the yeah. first question from Andrea. Enoch, if you had a superhero power, what would it be? Um, something like Xavier from X-Men. Something to do with the mind. It's like accessing <laughs> all aspects of the mind. So you can do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Mara? That will be my I think I would be um, multiplied so I could be like 20 of me at once. So I could have like someone changing the diapers, someone doing interviews, someone doing this. Like I feel like that would get my life so much easier if I was like 30 of 30 people of me. <laughs> well, I don't normally answer these things, but I would want to be able to breastfeed at least 30 kids. At least. <laughs> All right. So next question. We're going to go to Enoch first. Enoch, a book or two that changed your life? What were they? Um, Conversations with God 
by Neil Donald Walsh. I think that um, series, I think that really kind of changed my whole outlook on life. Yeah, brilliant. And Mara? Okay, first one, this didn't change my life, but I love the Harry Potter series. (laughs) But also, um, I have this book called The Secret, and it's just about, um, like, the laws of attraction of if you're a positive person, positive things come in your life. And I've just started doing that more and more over the past few years, and I've really seen a difference of what you attract. It's it's really powerful, and I really strongly suggest it. Yeah, very good book. And by the way, I'm guessing your book has changed your life because you're writing it. (laughs) Yeah, once I get that one, that will be my, that will be the number one. <laughs> once right. I'm done and, with and what was the title again of that book? I'm not allowed to say yet because I signed a non-disclosure agreement, so we're going to say pass. <laughs> okay, so the title is non-disclosure pass. If you look it up on Amazon, you can buy it on Cyber Monday. Non-disclosure pass. You can pre-order it. Pre-order. What a, what a great day. I mean, we're anticipating with my little comment and your breastfeeding on the air, probably about 15 billion people will go to Amazon Cyber Monday and look up non-disclosure pass right. and buy it. I wish I had I that book out the, now. The laws of attraction. See, I'm attracting 15 billion yeah. people to buy this book. <laughs> All right, Andrea. Enoch, what is a song that really lifts you up and gets you cranking? Um, it's actually a song called "It Won't Be Long" by Rakim. Um, it's like a hip hop thing, and I just think like the the message he has behind the behind the lyrics, which is what I used to love about hip hop. So it'll be that one. Nice, Mara. Hey, your answers are so much better than mine. <laughs> I was going to say anything by like NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. I really like that generation. <laughs> so, um, or Britney Spears. That's a good one, too. <laughs> I'm down with I that. I these answers off. Okay, all right. <laughs> hey, you can still play You can still play. I Want It That Way at any bar, and you'll get a sing-along. So, I mean, it's still cool. Right, right. That's, I feel like you can get the crowd going, especially our generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, keeping it, uh, I guess, in the theme of media that inspires you. Enoch, what is a movie or two that inspire you? Enoch will have to get back with us. His line just got lost, so we'll, we'll have to go with Mara on this one. Actually, Mara, I okay, think cool. what you said about Backstreet Boys and NSYNC really offended Enoch uh, because he really isn't a hip-hop, <laughs> and they don't do very good hip-hop. So I know. All of his oh, answers think, are so yeah. good. He's, he's a poet. I'm I did to make a stand for it. Okay, he decided to make a stand for hip-hop. Enoch, uh, she apologizes. I speak on behalf of Mara. She apologizes for not having a hip hop group to name as her group that inspires her. Is that okay? No, I, grew, I grew up. I grew up. I grew up on on those guys. I didn't really. Okay, well, good. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. So we asked about a movie or two that uh, inspires you. You got you got a one or two you want to share? Uh, movies, movies, movies. Um, Pele. I used to love. I used to love. The, <laughs> I used to love the Matrix when I was when I when I first watched it. Um, right. Limitless, those kind of films. So yeah. Okay. Oh, did you see Pele? Did you see Pele? And do you I see Goal? See no, I didn't see that one. Okay, I'm charging you with seeing these before we let you have a cute smiling poem in our bloody book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mara. I, will, I, will, um, I have a lot of homework, so I'll get to it. <laughs> All right, and Mara, I know you're going to be a little sad about the movie thing because, of course, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC have not made a movie yet, but go ahead. I wasn't saying movies. like Moana. No, I'm just <laughs> Moana, I'm just, I like, I'm like, a, I played um, volleyball in college, so I'm a huge like sports um, fan, and you know, I like the, the underdogs, so I, I'm a really big fan of Rudy. It probably sounds really lame, oh. but. Just like no, rooting Rudy's for amazing. the underdog. That's best. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's such, a, it's yeah. such a, like a you know it's one of those stories you the underdog kind of thing. Well, you know, Rudy held one of the cute smiling cards, and he is probably one of our favorite people that we've interviewed too. He's he's he is oh the God, ultimate cool. underdog, the ultimate. And by the, the way, ultimate, he has a foundation right. called the Underdogs. Does he really? Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to get involved. See what you learn on being an <laughs> amplified. I mean, come on now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andre. Um, I would like to know what was your favorite subject when you were in school, Enoch? Uh, I would say it was probably math because I was good with numbers for some reason. <laughs> well, good. That and how up. about you, Mara? 
Um, I know gym is not an option, so I won't say that. Gym is an um, option. Gym I, is I, an option. I graduated with... Jim is an option. Okay, Jim. Um, I graduated as a psych and sociologist. So I was interested in that, like learning about people and how the way they think and stuff. So I would say that. Um, I don't even know if that was a high school class. So I'm going to go with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enoch, um, remember, a quote is more of a soundbite. So do not do like a four-minute quote. Do not pick a quote that is four minutes long. <laughs> but what, what, what is a quote that you live by? Um, there's no such word as can. Amen. All right. Oh, that's a good one. I would say, this is from Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Is that who said that? I thought that was Michael Jordan, but okay. Maybe they both I think it's Wayne Gretzky. I'm pretty sure it's Wayne Gretzky. Either one. I believe believe you. I I don't want to get in an argument with you tomorrow. No, I think I think I'm right on those. Don't question those. (laughs) Hey, you, you can never have an argument if you don't fight, right? Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> New favorite call. <laughs> All right. And Andrea? Um, if you had won an award for winning being something amazing, what would you want to win the award for? Enoch? Enoch. Uh, damn, that's a good question. Wow, um, that's a really good one. Without sounding like Miss Universe, it'd be like just helping as many people as possible. <laughs> well, Miss Universe was amazing. She was there too, so that's a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I would say something similar to um, just being a change maker or um, admired, you know, where you're making a difference with your voice and whatnot. So it's kind of a similar answer. Yeah, we had someone like a couple of months saying. ago say that they wanted to win the award for being the most humblest narcissist. And I was like, wow, that is that wow. is quite a combination. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what is a, a dream come true for you in 2020, Enoch? Uh, winning that award. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Uh, 2020 will be to really just um, will be to publish some work, whether it's, a, whether it's my book, whether it's poetry. So 2020 will be that'll be the year for that. Well, that's too easy. I mean, that's going to happen. We are partnering, and we are all about you being published. So that is that's not even going to be a chance that doesn't happen. All right, Enoch, you hear my conviction on this? My commitment? <laughs> yes, I hear that. All right. All right, Mara. And don't copy and say, um, I, mean, I, I envision, not, I hope I'm, so bad I get published next year. I mean, we already know you're being published next year. <laughs> I was, there's a lot of, like, personal things I have I want to do. Um, I told you guys earlier, like, a clothing line like, in my published book. But um, this year, I really want to focus on being more present because I feel like I spent a lot of last year trying to build my brand and on social media and always filming everything. And I kind of just want to be a really good mom and be present this year and try to focus on, you know, the now instead of just always of what's next, what's next, what's next, if that makes sense. And with that, we want to thank everyone for being with us on Amplified with Ken Rashawn. Ken Rashawn is your host. I'm the executive director, Andrea Adams-Miller. Again, we want to thank hitcheck.com and we want to thank Um, our um, other sponsors, the Red Carpet Connection and the Umbrella Syndicate, Big Events USA and Voice America and the Umbrella Syndicate. To say, Enoch and Mara, you've been amplified. Thank you for being leaders that cause positive change in the world, bring community, and we look forward to supporting you next year in 2020. Next week, we'll be back with Thank you very much. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.